Are you ready? Go. It's time, time to separate the men from the boys. boys. Get down to the business of sport right here on the world-famous Ginger's Perspective. Hello and welcome to another edition of Football 2 Plus 3 right here on the Ginger's Perspective. And it's been a rather interesting week in terms of you've had a New England manager appointed in Gareth Southgate, Jose Mourinho copping a one-match ban and then watching Manchester United from a secret location. Some petulant activities going on there. And joining me as always, Mo. Mo, what do you make of Mourinho? To be honest, I'm a little bit tired now of his antics and it's a little bit boring. You know, kicking a water bottle, get over yourself. At the end of the day, your team needs to to win games and they did so comfortably 4-1 over West Ham. So even though he was in a secret location, he'll be happy with what happened in the EFL Cup. Yeah, I think maybe he likes the view from that stands where uh, they put him in every week. (laughs) <laughs> but he needs to he needs a bit of a wake up call to be sent off more times in a season than your entire team I mean that's just shocking you know he's under pressure big club you know he's got a big job on his hands but you know bottle that pressure and turn it into something positive of course and he's not he's not helping the team by you know causing all these distractions and all of this you know unnecessary stuff focus on what you need to do to improve the team that's what the manager's there for. Did he really say that they can't win the league this season? I remember he said in the beginning that they could win the league. Yeah. And now it seems like they can't. But then again, you know, they, they've, they're now known as Mind the Gap United. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're quite far off. Yeah, 11 points now. Yeah, and I mean, eight off the Champions League spots and you're only down, what, 14 games? 13 to be exact, yeah. And I mean... If you look at it statistically, they've only won two of their last 10 league games. And that's the same record they share with. Come on, come on. Mm. Dummy, dummy. Uh, Newcastle United. No, man. <laughs> same, same, same area, come on. Uh, same area. Yeah. Uh, Sunderland. Yeah, bottom of the Premier League. So if you're sharing a record with a bottom club, <laughs> it's, it's, scary, eh? it's you, scary. You can forgive me for thinking Newcastle United last season. You can forgive <laughs> me. But, yeah, well, Sunderland, that's a story for another day. I mean, rooted at the bottom, eight points from 13 matches. Swansea next in trouble, nine points, 13 matches. Hull also in trouble. They've got 11 points. Joint, uh, well, joint on 11 points, but their goal difference is minus 17. Crystal Palace minus five. And, I mean, that match against Swansea, Mo, it was incredible. What an insane match that was because it's just heaped more pressure on Alan Pardew. Yeah, it is. It's It was one of those games you didn't expect it. I mean, a nine-goal feast. But then again, that's why we love the Premier League. You never know what's going to happen. I mean, two the clubs right in the bottom, you wouldn't expect a 5-4 result. <laughs> no, they did each other no favours there, but an incredible result none, nonetheless. 5-4. We had Lorente scoring two goals in, in uh, stoppage time. It was incredible. Yeah. But, 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 uh, but uh, Paddy was under big pressure. He's, big time. He's, he signed quite a bit of players, and uh, they're not delivering. And uh, you know, but I mean, in that game also, they were defensively they were shocking. Eh? Yeah. I mean, they were like what three one up and to lose five four or something like that. It's he, he's he's got to do something to turn it around. 
Pardew's never been defensively very strong, if you think about it. The teams he's managed throughout the years has always sort of been prided on attacking and, and not necessarily shoring up the back. Yeah, maybe he needs like a defensive coach or something to help him. Yeah, I wonder if the Springboks defensive coach is available to help out. <laughs> Anyway, th- this is interesting because I read reports that Pardew's been having heated discussions and meetings with the hierarchy at Palace, and he's under massive pressure. Let, it, now is the time to change. You've got to change now because January's not far away. It's a month away from that transfer window. You've got to have something for a new manager, should you change, to come in and buy. But at the same point, I suppose... Maybe Pardew's going, give me a month until January, let's buy some players. That said, Mo, he's got attacking players. Zaha, Balassi, these guys are goal scorers. They, they create stuff. So what's the problem? It must be the manager. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he, I mean, he's, he's got to look at it. And, you know, I'm sure he'll, he'll, he'll turn it around. Pardew's that type of manager. They were doing well at one stage. And then things have just fallen a bit. Uh, you know, the wheels have come off a bit. And, but I'm sure you'll get it right now with the you know busy festive season. Yeah. You'll be able to change it around. Eh? Yeah, look, I don't think he's a terrible manager. Um, but at the same time, yeah, at the end of the day, where you find yourself on the log tells a big story. And 2016 has not been a good year for Alan Pardew. Let's no. talk about someone who's, who uh, potentially Pardew would love to have, but he's not, never going to have because he's just signed a new deal. Harry Kane extended his deal at uh, Tottenham. The guy is a goal-scoring machine. I saw a stat that no one has scored more goals in the Premier League uh, in a, in the period of time he's been in the Premier League. 46 goals from Harry Kane. I speak under correction, but I think it's almost 50 goals. Yeah, 46 goals. Yeah, I think that's a, a good thing for Spurs to tie him down. You know, the likes of you know United and, and City and... Chelsea, they'd love to have Harry Kane. So it's good for them. But they've been disappointing. I mean, uh, they were leading against Chelsea and they just bottled it again like they did last season. They did. And, uh, you know, even they got dumped out of the Champions League. So, you know, Spurs have been, you know, they've been a bit disappointing. But, I mean, Harry Kane getting a new contract will probably lift them all up. And I'm sure they'll, they'll, he'll be firing them upwards, eh? Yeah, I've got to laugh at Spurs a little bit. Yeah, you've got some wonderful players. Thanks for the £30 million uh, for Sissoko, who has been a flop at Spurs. Even Spurs now. Pochettino said he expected more from the Frenchman, who clearly is out of his depth. And, you know, he's the type of player they can afford to sort of keep on the sidelines because they have got quality. Dele Ali, you know, Eric Dyer, who maybe hasn't featured as much, but... That's just to name a few of that, that quality side that they've got there. And, and you would expect Tottenham to be doing a little bit better than, than sitting in fifth place at the moment with a, based on the squad they have. If you look at the paper, the guys on paper, they've got a proper, proper squad. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, Sissoko is like, you know, Steven Pinar. They look fantastic at some smaller clubs, but yep. when they step up to bigger teams and, you know, in the Champions League, you see how poorly, how bad they are. Yeah, what are you saying? That Newcastle's a wee club from the northeast? A la Fergie. In a championship. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, please don't remind me. Three missed penalties. What a joke. Anyway, let's talk about a team that's flying high at the moment. Chelsea have suddenly found their rhythm under Conte. 
They look like a rejuvenated, hungry, energetic team. Eden Hazard firing that in that number 10 position. He has been outstanding. You've got a guy like Costa who's firing. Just to name a few of the players, they're top of the pops. And a cheeky outside bet, Chelsea could win the league this season. Yeah, look, they, they highlighted their title credentials. I mean, beating Spurs and coming from a goal down. But, you know, it'll be interesting with to see, like, you know, uh, Antonio Conte when it hits this bumper time of the season. Yeah. Remember, he comes from a league where they have a winter break. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So now it's, it's going to be his first experience. Let's see how he deals with that. When the busy, the five games in three days or six days or whatever it is, when you got to play those type of matches after Christmas and, you know, uh, then, then if they're still at the top, then I'd say I, I put my money down on Chelsea to take it. But I mean, this past weekend, Liverpool won, Man City won, yeah. Arsenal won. Yeah. So th- those guys are keeping up uh, with them. You know, they're there about and just waiting for one one to slip up. Yeah, and then you've still got Arsenal, who were shocking against Southampton the other night in the EFL Cup, but they've had a woeful run. Um, they're also in the mix, currently fourth. You know, three points off the top. It's a good place to be. It's great for the the neutral to see all the teams log jammed at the top. We've mm-hmm. got we've got an interesting one, which okay, maybe I shouldn't say it's a, a potential title decider, but it could go a long way to uh, creating a bit of space at the top of the the standings. Man City they host Chelsea this weekend, the early kickoff on Saturday. How do you see that one going? Because City at home also, you know, with Aguero firing, they've got Kevin De Bruyne. You know. Anything can still happen. Yeah, I mean, what a way to get the Premier League action underway. Um, you know, Costa and Aguero both on 10 goals. You know, both teams got solid defences. And we, you forgot to mention Yaya Toure coming, you know, back <laughs> in the mix. Yeah. And he's looking like a mean machine. Eh? He's got he's got some scores to settle. He's got his cake now and he's eating it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, I mean, but then again, let's, last season City smashed Chelsea 3-0 both home and away. They did. And uh, Chelsea, I think, have only beaten City once in the last five league matches. So I think you know they've also got a score to settle with with City. So you're gonna you can expect some uh, fireworks from that that one. That'll be interesting. So go on, let's have a score. My prediction. Yep. I think I'm gonna go safe this week and call it a two-two draw. Wow, goals are plenty at the Etihad. Should be very interesting indeed. That one, the early kickoff on Saturday in uh, the Premier League. Um, quick mention, Liverpool without Coutinho. That's a massive blow for them. Look, they've been playing good football, but he has been a playmaker in the mix. He has created chances, scored goals, and especially in the fantasy side of things, he's been quite useful. Yeah, Liverpool are going to miss him. I think he's out till the new year. That's right. They, they, they're going to miss him, but you know they've got adequate cover to bring in. From a fantasy point of view, if you're looking... To replace Coutinho, I've got a winner for you. Speak to me. Oh, it's Robert Snodgrass from Halle. Uh, damn him. Damn him. Did you see his goal <laughs> in the EFL Cup? And the way he took the penalty, that guy is riding high. So I think that's a great call, Mo. Great he always, call. He always pops up with the goals for uh, for midfielder. He's, he's quite attacking. Yeah. But if, you, if you're not in, in the market for a midfielder and you want a good defender, you've got a bargain price for Southampton's Virgil van Dijk. That oak is consistent. Very consistent. He, you know, he, he gets goals every now and again. 
And if you look at Southampton's next couple of fixtures, they've got Palace, who are struggling. Yeah. Middlesbrough, who are a bit hot and cold, you know. You, you don't know which Middlesbrough is going to turn up. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and, and then Stoke and Bournemouth. So if you go with him, you get a decent return and uh, over a couple of games. Is it worth looking at a Negredo from Middlesbrough? I don't know. He, he gets goals, but the minute you put him in your team is the game he's not going to get a goal. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's how fantasy league works eh? that's exactly how it works alright well there you have it that's football 2 plus 3 game week 14 in the fantasy so there you have it Mo's giving you Snodgrass to look at and Van Dijk from Southampton those two players worth uh, slotting in this week as the Premier League gets underway this weekend with Man City Chelsea mouthwatering stuff We've also got Manchester United, Everton. Uh, is Wayne Rooney, he, he's, he's not featuring, is he? No, I think he's suspended for this one. He picked uh, up a card against West Ham in the Cup game. Oh, that's a pity. We would have liked to have seen that one because that might have been the perfect platform for Wayne Rooney to bounce back in style. But anyway, that's all happening in the Premier League this weekend. Mo, thanks very much for your time as always. Remember to catch us on the Ginger's Perspective at cs2plc.co.za as well as on cliffcentral.com. We're also on iTunes. Look for the Ginger's Perspective. And Mo, your last thing you want to say? As always, be champions.